This is The Jerry Callahan Show. A big day. We got another uh, arraignment of another killer today <laughs> at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We, well, not an arraignment, but an announcement. The uh, DA in Santa Fe is going to announce whether uh, Alec Baldwin is facing murder charges and uh, or any charges at all. But uh, we will see if Alec Baldwin will, will indeed skate. We know uh, you or me or an average person would have already been in jail for shooting dead uh, um, a co-worker. That's what Alec Baldwin did. Somehow I think he's going to escape, but we'll see. Who knows? Uh, we'll get to uh, Al Gore. Another unhinged rant yesterday. Another unhinged rant from a uh, an old, washed-up uh, loser. We had John Kerry yesterday. We have Al Gore today. Man, he is uh, not holding up well. As Greg Gutfeld said, why are the guys who are always talking about uh, uh, how un, how healthy the planet, how, how we have to improve the health of the planet. Why do they always look so unhealthy? Al Gore does not look good and he does not sound good. We'll get to that, but we have to start. We have to start with some good old fashioned hockey talk. And uh, I would like to know why a 26 uh, year old Russian guy a, has to lead the way here. Where are the Americans as I said yesterday, as I've tweeted many times, this guy, Ivan Provorov, the Philadelphia Flyers defenseman, is an American hero. Yes, he is. He refused to wear the ribbon. We know, uh, you, if, you, if you don't know the basics, it was Pride Night in Philadelphia where they, flag, where they fly the rainbow flag and celebrate the sexuality of, I guess, some of their fans they want everyone to feel inclusive. So they uh, fly the flag. They forced the players to wear rainbow warmups and rainbow tape on their sticks. And this guy, uh, Ivan Provorov, said, uh, not me, not me. I, uh, this, uh, uh, I have my beliefs, my religious beliefs, my personal beliefs, and I don't want to do it. I don't want to wear the ribbon. That takes guts. That is real courage in 2023 seems bizarre for a guy just to say, no, I'm not wearing the ribbon. I'm not wearing the rainbow Jersey. And of course he has to face the wrath of the woke mob. This is the NHL. I remind you, they shouldn't be falling in line with this uh, insane uh, wave, this, this movement to force um, this, uh, this culture down the throats of the players. I'm going to guess most of the players are not particularly woke. You know, neither are the coaches, neither are the fans. That's the crazy thing. It is strictly from on high. This is a corporate edict. We've seen it in other, uh, in other corporations, in other, uh, in other walks of life. Everybody is being forced to bend the knee to the mob. Uh, and I, I'm going to guess lots of players aren't really on board with this, but one guy takes one guy, a Russian guy to stand up to the mob and to explain that we have freedom. We have personal freedom in this country. And while I think Ivan Provorov, Provi, as his head coach, John Tortorella calls him and Tortorella, I would say is not quite as heroic as Provorov, but he, he stood up to the mob pretty nicely as I would expect from John Tortorella. But where are all the Americans? I just looked 
at the Philadelphia Flyers roster, the Flyers have a lot, a lot of, uh, of Americans. I counted, let me see, I counted 13 Americans. That's the state of the uh, NHL, by the way. It used to be weird if you had one American. When I was a kid, it was all Canadians. Now it's a pretty diverse uh, a pretty diverse population uh, among NFL, uh, NHL players. Yes, one Canadian, I mean, one American after another. Here's just a few of the players. Uh, this guy's from uh, Riverside, Connecticut, Andina, Minnesota, Bloomfield Hills, Minnesota, Stillwater, Minnesota, Phoenix, Arizona, Sean Cotier, a center, um, Syracuse, New York, a Dorchester Mass, Kevin Hayes on the roster, um, Minooka, Illinois, uh, Middletown, New Jersey, uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Sewell, New Jersey. That's just some Eden Prairie, Minnesota. That's uh, Nick Sealer, um, Cam York, Anaheim, California. They're not all cowards, but some of them are. Some of them are. Some of them believe what Ivan Provorov believes. Some of them are uncomfortable donning these jerseys, this tape, and saying, let's celebrate the fact that some of our fans supposedly um, are gay. Some are uh, L, some are B, some are G, some are T. In fact, if you're celebrating LBGTQR, whatever, night, you're celebrating trans, the fact that some people are trans, that some men are pretending to be women, women pretending to be men. It's, it's a pre- pretty uh, muddled mess when you think about it. Some of them are I, that would be intersex. So you expect a bunch of young hockey players to celebrate the fact that some of their fans are bisexual. Some of their fans are trans. This guy, Ivan Provorov, a Russian Orthodox Christian says, I'm not doing it. I'm not on board. And I, and we knew this yesterday. We predicted this. The media goes nuts because it's not just these corporate HR types, these woke types who are trying to transform every business, every company they want to, uh, they know they will have the support of the media. That goes without saying they know the fans will roll their eyes, probably uh, just ignore it. They know the players, the coaches, the, 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 the staffs, the front office, for the most part, aren't on board with this. They don't care. This is, once again, a very small minority foisting their, their culture on a, the majority. That's what it is here. And it takes a guy from Russia to stand up to this, uh, to this madness and say, you must wear the jersey. And what happens if you don't wear the jersey? Well, according to some of the media, they would like him to be uh, fined, suspended, kicked out of the league. In fact, one hockey guy, and, and again, this is this great gulf, this great divide between the fans and the players and the, and the, the league and the media. And the, the media thinks the team should be fined, some in the media, he should not be allowed to play until he, re- he agrees to wear the ribbon. Uh, this is no surprise. We have we have uh, we have some examples. We have an NHL Network guy. We have an ESPN guy. These are these, as we've said many times, they are no less woke, no less liberal than Joy Reid or or Rachel Maddow or 
Jim Acosta or uh, Don Lemon. It's the same culture. The media, the mainstream media, ESPN, as I've explained many times, is uh, as as crazy left wing as MSNBC. They have two job requirements when you go to work at ESPN. One, do you hate Donald Trump? Two, do you love Colin Kaepernick? If you answer yes to those two things, and you're a 26-year-old black woman from uh, Emory, you're in. They'll hire you. That's what it takes. You must hate Trump. You must love Kaepernick. You must be on board with all the crazy social justice, racial justice agenda. If you're not, they won't accept it and say, well, he's got a free will, free choice. You know, he gets to uh, express his own personal religious beliefs. That doesn't apply here. You don't wear the ribbon. You got to go. In fact, we have one guy. I believe it's the uh, Canadian. It's the uh, Canadian guy, TSN guy. We'll, we'll get to it. Who thinks if he doesn't wear the ribbon, if Ivan Provorov won't submit and wear the, the jersey, the rainbow jersey, and celebrate the fact that some fans like to have sex with people of their own sex. That's basically, I think I got it. You must celebrate. You must participate in the celebration of a group of fans, a small minority of fans who prefer to have sexual relations with people of their own sex. I think I got that right. Yes. And oh, some like to dress as the opposite sex. Oh, and some like to have sex with everybody. That would be the B. They want to have sex with everybody, which is, which is fine. That's their right. That's their, that's how they feel, but you must not, you can't just tolerate it. You can't just accept it. You must celebrate it. And in fact, one step further, you must participate in the celebration. You must wear the jersey. You must wear the ribbon. And it takes real guts, as we saw, for a guy just to say, no, I'm not doing it. I'm skipping warm-ups because I'm not going to wear this ridiculous rainbow jersey because I'm a Russian Orthodox Christian and that is in conflict with my beliefs to celebrate the sexuality of somebody else. Just a bizarre demand when you stop and think about it. But in one brief clip, can we play uh, Provorov again? I know he kept it short, kept it concise. And then he said, this is all I'm going to say. I thought it was perfect because he just said, I, this is, uh, I have my own personal religious beliefs and I'm not going to do it. And he said it to the media and it was clear, you know, it was the hockey media, a couple of local hockey guys. And then they said, what's your religion? He says, Russian Orthodox. And they move on. He didn't uh, expound. I'm glad he didn't, but that's all it took for a guy to say, this is against my religious beliefs. And I know some of the media, some of the people we're going to play are not American, but it is the most American response you can have. You have a right to express your religious beliefs. You have a right to free speech. You have a right to choose if you, if you prefer um, that framing. Yes, he had a right to choose and he chose not to play along. What's their response? Kick him out of the league. Or as one guy said, send him back to Russia so he can fight in the war. <laughs> this, they don't mess around. I'll say that. They don't say, you know, that kind of, I disagree with him, but I will defend his right to, to feel that way. That's the American uh, way of looking at it. But these, these aren't Americans. They, they, they don't care about America. They don't care about the bill of rights of the first amendment. They care about 
making you, forcing you to submit. It's much like, you know, COVID. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter whether, you know, science supports their, uh, their mandates or their edicts. They just want you to submit. That's the deal. They want Ivan Provorov to say, I don't like this. I don't believe this. But I don't want to face the wrath of these people. Give me the jersey and, and, and I'll play along. That's what most of the other players, that's what all the other players did. That's what all these Americans, these 13 Americans, and I don't even know how many were active or you know, out there, but there were a bunch, a bunch of Americans who were too cowardly to stand up to this, this insanity, who wouldn't stand by their teammate. Their coach did. Tortorella did good for him, but the teammates left him out to dry. They, they, they hung him out to dry. They left him alone to face the mob. And he did, and he did a nice job. Let's listen again to Ivan Provorov when he was asked about it after the game. Everybody, and I respect everybody's choices. My choice is to stay true to myself and my religion. That's all I'm going to say. My choice is to stay true to myself and my religion. It should end right there. You know, if we're going to be honest, if we're going to be, uh, be fair, it should end right there. You'd say, oh, that's, I respect that. I really wish he would celebrate other people's sexuality, but he chooses not to. That's, that, that sounds reasonable. That sounds, that sounds sensible. I'm not sure how you argue with that, but they did. We got, I mean, there's many examples, of course, uh, at ESPN, they took great offense to this. Um, they, they, they don't understand why you would have a problem with this. I, I mean, I have lots of very simple questions. Um, the, the, uh, NHL for some reason is gone nuts. They're as woke as I said yesterday as any league or more woke than the NFL and baseball and even basketball. Somebody had got, has got to Gary Bettman. I know he hired this woman. I believe her, her name is, uh, Kim Davis, whose job it is to, to, uh, uh, force the DEI agenda on the league. We know they uh, were preparing to have a job fair in Florida on February 2nd where no white men need apply. It was only they were looking to hire people, but they had to be black or women or disabled. They did not want any white men, uh, which is strange. It's the NHL. It's full of white men. But that's when it's, that's when the, uh, it requires skill and talent. That's when people are judged on merit. They were looking to check a lot of boxes. They still are. They changed the, uh, the requirements at this job fair under pressure from Ron DeSantis. Good for him. But we know that's how they think. That's how they, that's, I mean, this woke mind virus has infected the NHL. And what if the next big celebration is trans night? We're just going to celebrate our trans fans. Sounds nice, huh? We're very inclusive. And they, I don't know, they have some trans person drop the puck or wave the flag. Does every player have to play along with that? What if it's by night? What if it's non-binary night? I mean, this is the NHL. There's no limit to the wokeness. What if it's non-binary night? Or I got a better idea since it's, um, since we're trying to be inclusive, what if we want to include, oh, I don't know, our anti-abortion fans, our pro-life fans. What if we have pro-life night? Um, and, you know, most of the players, they say, you know, they have some kind of flag or some baby. Maybe they have that thing that, that Kanye West had, a, a lanyard with a, with a sonogram photo. 
and they say, you know, we're going to celebrate our pro-life fans. And some player says, nah, not into that. Not, not on board with that. I'm, I'm pro-abortion. You think the folks at ESPN would be okay with, you think the guy at NHL network would want to send him back to Russia if they didn't like that? What if it, what if we have second amendment right night and we have a flag with a big gun on it and we're going to celebrate our rights as Americans to keep and bear arms. That sounds reasonable to me. I mean, we're, we're trying to include everybody. What if we want to include the, the gun nuts in our, in our cell, in our big celebration, our, our night, special gun, night. Gun enthusiasts, Jerry. Gun enthusiasts, uh, which is, which is us, Ironhead and I, we're big gun enthusiasts. And uh, I'd like to feel included. So if the NHL, we're going to have a night to celebrate gun enthusiasts. And some players said, you know, I'm not really on board with that. I think I'll take a pass. You think EJ Raddick in ESPN would be okay? You know, guy expressing his personal beliefs, his, his individual freedom. You think he'd be okay with that? It is amazing. The, uh, the, the double standard here, including, and we'll get to it. The most bizarre reaction is the, uh, forget which media guy it is who called out Ivan Provorov because in the past he participated in a military appreciation night. Yes. He said, clearly Ivan Provorov has no problem picking and choosing which fan base to celebrate. He didn't want to celebrate, you know, trans fans, but he was okay showing appreciation for the military. That would be the U S military, by the way. And a Russian guy wore the warm up celebrating the military. And uh, one of these media hacks thinks that's some kind of this thinks, thinks that thinks that's hypocrisy for a player to celebrate, to appreciate the military. Gee, how can you do that? And not also celebrate uh, Leah Thomas or uh, Dylan. What's his name? That guy with the, all the surgery that met with Biden to, uh, you know, because he'd been a woman for 200 days. Gee, he doesn't want to celebrate him. What a hypocrite. But uh, we'll get to it. Let's get to, uh, is this EJ Raddick, this hack from ESPN? Uh, basically uh, uh, doing what I'm sure most people at ESPN, EJ Raddick. Yes, he's, in, uh, I mean, I, I don't even, oh, is he, is he a, um, is he NHL Network? I can't keep these guys straight. Yeah, NHL Network. NHL Network. I'm sorry, I don't watch a lot of NHL Network. I should, I should, I should try to watch a little more NHL Network. But uh, let's get to EJ Rag. The sounds not great, but uh, he explains why he has such a problem with Ivan Provorov not wearing the jersey, not wearing the ribbon, even though it was uh, it, it conflicted with his personal and religious beliefs. He thinks they should force him to do it or the league should suspend and fine him and the Flyers. Go ahead. Let's listen. And Ivan Provorov can get on a plane any day he wants and go back to a place where he feels more comfortable, take less money, and get on with his life that way. If it's that problematic for him. And he's been in North America for a long time. He played in the Western Hockey League. He's now been in Philadelphia for many years. If this is that much of a problem for him to maybe assimilate into his group of teammates and in the community and here in this country, that's okay. Listen, you can feel any way you want. But the beauty is, if it bothers you that much, 
there's always a chance to leave go back where you feel more comfortable i understand there's a conflict of sorts going on over there maybe get involved so i i Listen to that. That is disgusting, to be honest with you. Disgusting. You don't want to wear the ribbon celebrating someone's sexuality. Go fight a war. That lady was speechless, too. She was like, uh, <laughs> no idea where to go with it. <laughs> Unfortunately, she's speechless because she probably agrees with him and probably thinks, that's a good idea. Let's send him to the front lines because he won't submit to our uh, radical ideas here this is a apparently some big authority on the nhl well respected around the league it's all it's the same way with all these guys uh we got we got pierre lebrun another guy with like a million followers that from canada was a big uh, authority on all things nhl uh we'll get to him i want to do greg wisniski senior nhl writer at espn got 227,000 followers on Twitter. I guess he's somebody in that world, Greg Wojnicki. He tweets a picture of a Flyers green jersey, which they wore on Military Appreciation Night, November 10th, 2011. And he says, of course, Ivan Provorov is more than happy to play pregame dress-up when it does align with his belief system. Okay, can, quick question. What the hell is wrong with that? I mean, he has a right to choose. He chooses to appreciate the military, appreciate the U.S. military. What do you bet he has a lot more appreciation for our American military than any of these hacks at ESPN, including Greg Wisniewski? Well, you know, we know we've gone over this before. There are people at ESPN, Bamani Jones, and uh, uh, what's the guy with the initials? J.A. Adande. They hate Anything that connects sports to the military, they hate flyovers, they hate military appreciation nights. This offends them. White that, people? Yeah, that Ivan Provorov, a Russian guy, expresses his appreciation of the U.S. military. They hate that. And he declines politely to participate in the uh, gay, lesbian, trans appreciation night. It just makes you wonder what's next. Do these people get their way? where if you don't bend the knee to this LBGT mafia, that you will indeed be suspended, that you will indeed be fined, that you'll become some kind of pariah in the NHL. And again, I know no one will ask this, but where are his teammates? You can't tell me that all 25 of them were all on board. There had to be some pushback, some reluctance. And they said, you know, I don't want to deal with the questions. I don't want EJ Raddick uh, uh, campaigning to send me to the front lines. Give me the damn jersey. Give me the stick with the tape. I'll play along. That's probably what a lot of them did. I'm going to guess many of them were not on board, but they didn't have the guts. They didn't have the courage. We needed a Russian guy to lead the way. We'll see because nothing's going to change here. Nothing. It's going to get worse before it gets better. There will be indeed more you know, gay pride appreciation nights. There will be more purple, uh, rainbow jerseys and rainbow tape and everything. Else. They will be forced to submit. And I hope some, I hope there are more than uh, this, more than one guy from Russia who have the guts, who have the courage to stand up to these people, these tyrants. Uh, this guy, this guy, 
what's his name? Sestera. Do you get his name? Sextera or something? Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, but yes. And he's on a beat. I believe this is in Canada. Uh, I think. Yeah, he's on uh, whatever they call it. And T-T-H-N or something. Uh, it's a D-H-N. Um, I don't know any of these people. I'm sorry, but they are, they do have big followings. They have uh, big audiences. Uh, and, and, you know, hockey people know them. Where's, uh, by the way, where's Don Cherry on this? He's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I would like to hear from Don Cherry. He's, uh, he has nothing left to lose. Why doesn't he come out and have something to say about this? Uh, but I want to get this guy's name, Sid Sexera. That's his name, uh, Sextera. I don't know, but uh, he is on uh, some Canadian hockey show. He's a big deal. He's a big deal up there. Sid is. Listen to this bloated, arrogant punk. Talk about uh, a guy expressing his religious beliefs, which we're still allowed to do down here in the U.S. Probably not in Canada, at least not much longer. But that's still something we celebrate in this country, you, you turd. Go ahead. Let's listen to Sid. If the National Hockey League is going to do this, if any league is going to do this, do it properly or reevaluate what you're doing. Because there's not a lot of repercussions that I'm seeing from any league. Now, it could change with the NHL. could change with the NHL. I think you find the Flyers a million dollars for this. I'm not kidding. Figure this out and stop offending people on nights where it's not about that. It's supposed to be about inclusivity. The National Hockey League need to attack this and figure this out. Because what I heard last night was offensive and didn't make any sense. Because, for instance, if that was a military night, okay? Right. If anyone in Canada or in the States on a military appreciation night wouldn't wear a jersey pregame, do you have any idea the uproar that would have happened on that. Mm -hmm. Do you have any idea of the backlash? Do you have any idea what happened on social media? It's 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 ridiculous what would have happened. It was just a minute ago we were talking about the uproar that was happening with FIFA fever, where it's, if you were seen with so much as yeah. a rainbow anywhere, you had to fear for your life, imprisonment, or death. Yeah. Seriously. That's so, and now here we are. I, I just think the NHL has to do something here. This is not good enough. This is not good enough. Hockey is for everyone, dot, 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 unless, unless you don't agree with gay rights is not the phrasing of this. You're either in this or you're not. And one last point, nothing scares me more than any human being who says, I'm not doing this because of my religious beliefs. Because when you looked in people's lives, you normally say that publicly, you'd throw up at what you saw. You would throw up at what you saw. And I have seen that a million times in a lot of different ways. So don't, don't give me that. With respect, don't give me that because no one's perfect. <laughs> Nothing scares me more than somebody standing by the religious beliefs. I don't think I've ever heard a clip, a cut that better um, illuminates the great divide between the pompous a-holes in the media and the average person, the average hockey fan. Do you think the average hockey fan wants to throw up when someone says that's against my religious beliefs and stands by their religious convictions. They think that makes people want to throw up. Oh yeah. You wouldn't believe what you see from religious people. Well, do you see it from Ivan Provorov? I'm just curious. Maybe you do Sid. And by the way, the top button that ain't making it, buddy. I don't think that's going to last. That's going (laughs) to pop off and kill someone. You bloated. God, I can't stand these people. Canada is lost. Canada is gone. 
He wants them to fine the Flyers $1 million. And by the way, makes sense. He's not alone. Bunch of media people want them to bench. They want them to bench their captain, their defenseman, veteran defenseman, until he submits. These people, they, they, uh, I do indeed want to throw up looking at you, you, you turd, you pussy toad. Oh, nothing offends him more than somebody standing by his religious beliefs. That guy, he's genuinely upset, genuinely pissed off. And he wonders, what if they wouldn't participate in military appreciation night? Well, first of all, if they did that, you'd support them. You and E.J. Raddick and Bamani Jones and Jade. If, if one player said, I don't like the U.S. military, I don't like, uh, I don't want to uh, show my appreciation to celebrate the military, you would stand and applaud. You would love them. They would become a darling. Because you know what? That's basically what Colin Kaepernick did. I mean, we don't know exactly why he took a knee because he doesn't have the guts to stand before the cameras and tell his story, tell you why he was pissing on the flag and the veterans and the cops, but you love him for it. If a player did that, he would be a hero to these, these, these woke a-holes at ESPN and NHL Network. And uh, Sid works for a... Uh, a, a show is a, the co-host of the breakfast television. What does that even mean? Breakfast television on city TV network, uh, Canadian broadcaster, 45 years old. Uh, this is surprising. He has a wife and no children. Beard. Uh, wonder, what, wonder what his name is. The wife, um, <laughs> uh, but, but sitting there in a set saying, find them, suspend them because I don't, uh, I don't like that. He showed, that he has a conscience, that he has religious convictions. These people make me sick. Wor significantly uh, worse things have been done in the name of religion. <laughs> well, no question. But the, I mean, uh, do you think everybody no. has actual religious beliefs? I mean, I, I, the follow-up would be from that woman next to him should be, do you know something about Ivan Provorov? You know, why don't you share it with us if you think he's a hypocrite? I, I just think he's a, a, a and I don't want you know what? I don't even care that he's religious. That's, you know, that's good. That's great. Good for him. But if he just said that I'm standing my, by my personal beliefs, I don't think it's healthy to celebrate trans people, to celebrate bisex, to celebrate intersex, to celebrate whatever the cue is, queer, questioning. You know, I, it, I think... It's all well and good. I, I want to include everybody. I'm glad we. I'm glad to include all our fans, but I don't think this is appropriate. I don't think we're going to have you know heterosexual night. It's a sport. We play hockey. We're not here to celebrate someone's sexual orientation. Why is that? What if he said that? This fat turd would would blow a gasket anyway. But because he thinks it's because he's just super woke and he can't even understand why someone has a different point of view. Uh, my friend, Alex Reamer, he writes, he wants, he blames the flyers for allowing this. He wants the league to come down on the flyers because you can't have a, a LBGD gay night, the LBGDQ night. If not, if everyone's not on board and if everyone's not on board, you must make them get on board, force them, find them, suspend them. It's absolute madness. Go through it quickly again. We did this yesterday, but this, this is a group that 
demanded acceptance. They got it. They demanded tolerance. They got it. Now they want celebration. They got it. We got a whole month. You know, June is Gay Pride Month. We got celebrations, flags everywhere. Now, step four in the process. They want participation. You must participate. You must march with them in the parade. You must fly fly the flag. You must wear the jersey. You must wear the ribbon. If not, they're coming for you. If not, they want to send you to the front lines to fight in a war. If, yeah, if, Prov- if Provorov doesn't kiss all of his teammates on the lips, he's going to war. <laughs> Let's send them to war. If you, it's like it's like the, you know the, the dirty dozen where you have a convicted murderer, and you say, "Well, commute your sentence if you go to the front lines and fight." Okay, if you won't wear the jersey, here's your choice, Ivan. We're going to send you home where you'll fight and die for your country. Cause you know, that's cool. Says uh, EJ Raddick. You don't want to wear the Jersey. Go die. These people are sick. Ivan pro, as I said yesterday, I tip my shake concrete cap to you, Ivan. You are an American. You're not an American. Well, maybe you are. I don't think you're an American, uh, but you're an American hero. And I'm calling out your teammates. Where are you guys? Where are the other players who have a problem with this? They're out there, but they stay quiet. They don't want to be, they don't want the hassle and they leave their team. They leave their teammate out there alone. You guys are cowards. He's a hero. And uh, it's not going to end for Ivan. It's going to, they're going to, he's going to go to other cities. He's going to go to New York and Boston and and LA and they're going to question him and they're going to wonder, you know, he's a homophobe. Do you got a problem with some of your fans who are gay? And he'll be like, no, no, I just don't want to wear the ribbon. But Apparently, uh, according to some people in the U.S. and Canada, that's just not allowed. All right, uh, we move on. We got to get back to Davos. God, I'm enjoying the hell out of the uh, the videos out of Davos, listening to all the lunatics. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping they're losing support. They better be. I just don't get it. Uh, we saw a little bit of journalism happening in Davos, too. We will get to that. And tough news for uh, Joe Biden. I think he's losing CNN. Uh, But first, are the Biden administration's New Year's goals of tax and spend and turn a blind eye to inflation at odds with your goals of securing your savings when you've finally had enough of the games government is playing with your savings and retirement? Diversify into gold with Birch Gold. I know I'm tired of my money being impacted by stupid decisions by leaders in Washington. For over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, and stock market crashes. And here's the great news. You can still get it. In fact, you can own gold and silver and a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or a 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text the code word Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold. With almost 20 years experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals IRAs, Birch Gold can help you. Protect yourself with gold today by texting Jerry to the number 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews. Secure your future with gold. Start today with a free info kit. There's zero obligation to make this request. Just text Jerry to 989898. All right, we got lots more to get to. I want to do I want to do Davos again because we told you about uh, one uh, aging, decrepit crank from the U.S. yesterday, John Kerry 
who was talking about how we needed more money, 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 money to uh, lower the earth's temperature and talking about how amazing it was that he was one of the human beings who was uh, tasked with saving the planet. What a freaking clown Kerry is. What an embarrassment. But I will say this about John Kerry. He's not nearly as pathetic as Al Gore. Um, I, I really wish, I really want every person who buys into the whole global warming, climate change hoax, this, this whole scam, I want them all to see this. This is your leader. And uh, before we get to him, just a quick note on Al Gore, because I just looked it up. Let me find it here. Uh, Al Gore, net worth, according to Money, Inc., just look this up. His net worth, a guy who was worth, when he went into, when he left Congress, went to the White House, was worth $1.7 million. Would you get a guess what Al Gore is worth now? And a reminder, he's created nothing. He's built nothing. He's invented nothing. He didn't, you know, he didn't, you know, actually start a, a construction company. He hasn't done anything to help anyone. He had that book, you know, Inconvenient Truth, that movie, which is full of lies and hysteria and demagoguery. But yeah. what do you think, Al Gore? What do you think this, this bloated? By the way, he looks a lot like that uh, Canadian journalist. Yeah, he does. Neither of them button the top button. <laughs> he's, got, he's got the movie, the book, and then he claims he invented the internet, so that's got to be oh, worth that's, something. That's so, true. That's I'm, true. Uh, I'm going to say $750 million. His net worth in 99 was $1.7 million. His net worth now, $330 million. Oh, my God. And by the way, he made a much of his money when he sold his uh, business to Al Jazeera. <laughs> or he, 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 he went into business with Al Jazeera. You know how Al Jazeera was built? With oil money. Oil money. He's such a fraud. He's such a clown. He was screaming and ranting, and there's just it's just one lie after another. The oil, what was he talking about? Rain bombs and the oceans are boiling. It's just a lie. I mean, I know global warming, you know, nuts are are stupid. You know, I know most of the people throwing soup on paintings and laying down in traffic are stupid. They're just pathetic, gullible sheep. But I don't care if you're the dumbest man on the planet. If you're if you're, if you're Don Lemon, um, <laughs> you listen to this and you say, yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Al. Let, let's listen. This is just a short clip of his performance yesterday. And he's done it every time. He goes there every year, flies his private jet, limos pick him up, stays in the big suite at the Four Seasons, and goes on some crazy rant about how we're all going to die. He's been saying it for decades. He's been wrong about everything and it doesn't slow him down he just keeps lying go ahead play it we're going to bring these emissions down and and just to put the science in a, a slightly different context people are familiar with that thin blue line that the uh, astronauts bring back in their pictures from space that's the that's the part of the atmosphere that has oxygen the troposphere uh, and it's only five to seven kilometers thick that's what we're using as an open sewer. If you could drive a car straight up in the air at interstate highway speeds, you'd get to the top of that blue line in five minutes. 
and all the greenhouse gas pollution would be below you. We're still putting 162 million tons into it every single day. And the accumulated amount is now trapping as much extra heat as would be released by 600,000 Hiroshima-class atomic bombs exploding every single day on the Earth. That's what's boiling the oceans, creating these atmospheric rivers and the rain bombs and sucking the moisture out of the land and creating the droughts and melting the ice and raising the sea level and causing these waves of climate refugees predicted to reach one billion in this century. Look at the xenophobia and political authoritarian trends that have come from just a few million refugees. What about a billion? We would lose our capacity for self-governance on this world. We have to act. So in answer to your question, I would say we have to have a sense of urgency much greater than we have yet had. And we need have had and we need to make some changes. Uh, Al, Al, quick, quick. uh, Take a breath. Bit of advice. Hold your arms out. It will make it tougher for them to throw the net over you. You friggin' lunatic. I cannot (laughs) believe there are people out there who listen to that, that bile and believe it, rain bombs. I, I got to be honest, that's the first I've heard of rain bombs. Just making it up. The river is coming up from the bottom, the sky and the rain bombs and the, and the, and the boiling oceans. Boiling, the oceans are boiling? And he believes his own crap. He sounds like he really believes this nonsense. Of course, he's getting rich and richer. And of course, he lives in a mansion in, in uh, Malibu or wherever, his house in Tennessee, as we know, use, uses 30 times more energy than his neighbors. He uses enough energy in his home that, that, that would normally uh, fuel an entire neighborhood or a small town. He's a, he's a liar, a con man, a hypocrite, and yet he stands up there day after year after year and spews the same lies, and some people believe it. What is wrong with people? How do we not laugh at this clown? He is a clown. He should be mocked and ridiculed. Uh, Frez here in the comment line says he sounds just like Alex Jones. No, he doesn't. Alex Jones is much makes much more sense than this <laughs> nut job that wants us to, you know, like literally starve, you know, half of the third world. We're not going to allow them to have modern energy, to have coal-fired power plants to have like running water and electricity. We went over this the other day. You know, these, this, there are, there are billions of poor people who would like to no longer be poor. And Al Gore says, sorry for you, too bad for you. I got an agenda. I got to sell, sell my act. The hell with you. It is literally, they're literally talking about killing hundreds of millions of people with this agenda, with this Davos world economic forum, globalist, BS. They, they are literally talking about hurting and killing starving people in the third world, but they don't care. We got to stop those rain bombs. It's just nuts. It's like listening to a guy talk about, you know, you know the, you come, you know, I got a timeshare you want to buy or, you know, listening to some listening to SBF tell you to get into crypto. We, we, no one would ever listen to SBF tell you right now to invest in his crypto company. Why would you listen to this con man? Why? It's just, it just boggles my mind. By the way, speaking of con men, and, and it's amazing. I, I, I point this out all the time. The dumber they are, the louder they yell about climate change. The really dumb people, AOC, Ed Markey, Al Gore, 
They scream the loudest, which brings us to today. Joe, uh, Joe Biden is heading to California because they have storms. They've had a lot of rain. They had some mudslides. Get ready for it. Another brain dead climate nut. Joe Biden will be standing in front of some, you know, mess, some mudslide, some some area where, you know, there's a big flood saying you have to stop gas-powered engine, gas-powered cars. We have to, you know, save the planet. Mother Nature is mad at us. Get ready for that. That's coming. That's on Joe Biden's agenda. Uh, but you know what? Uh, also, let's, we'll stay in Davos for this because this is beautiful. I don't know why. I just, I love this. Um, sometimes you forget if you're in America and you spend any time watching you know, mainstream media outlets, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, uh, New York Times, Washington Post, uh, Atlantic Magazine, the Daily Beast, Politico. You know, 95% of the media is corrupt. They're dishonest. They're in the tank for the Democrat agenda. They're all on board with the climate crazies. And they think Greta's wonderful. And they think, you know, we're all going to die if we don't all buy a Tesla. Uh, not Tesla, I'm sorry, by a uh, Volkswagen EV. Um, so you forget what journalism looks like. You forget that the mainstream media, big media and big tech were in the tank for the COVID agenda, for the White House, for Fauci, for Pfizer. You forget that, 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 that they lied to us about whatever, masks and, and vaccines and therapeutics and everything for years now, years now, almost three years. Um, here is in Davos, of course, Albert uh, Borla, the CEO of uh, Pfizer. Of course, he was there in all his glory uh, in, uh, in Davos. And he, you know, I figured he was among his people, right? He's in Davos. If the mainstream media is there, they're on his side. They help they all helped him sell vaccines. They all helped him get fabulously wealthy. As we've mentioned many times, there are dozens or at least a dozen new billionaires at Pfizer. They, we have created real wealth at Pfizer by forcing everybody to use vaccines. They sold us. They didn't work, but they Pfizer guys got rich. Um, He's hanging out in Davos, probably, you know, heading, heading, you know, to meet Klaus Schwab and John Kerry for, for sushi and, and, uh, and drinks somewhere. And uh, the guys at um, Rebel News, Rebel News, which I believe is out of Canada. Am I right about that? Rebel News. They do real journalism. And they, uh, they caught, uh, his name again? Albert, right? Albert? Yeah, Albert. They catch Albert Bourla, CEO of Pfizer, walking down the street, and they attempt to get some answers, and they just don't stop. We'll play a little of it, but it goes on for a while. And Bourla's got no way to run, and they just kept peppering him with really good questions. Watch this. They are based out of Canada, by the way, yes. Mr. Bourla, can I ask you, when did you know that the vaccines didn't stop transmission? How long did you know that without saying it publicly? Thank you very much. I'm sorry. To that question. I mean, we, we now know that the vaccines didn't stop transmission, but why did you keep it secret? You said it was 100% effective, then 90%, then 80%, then 70%. But we now know that the vaccines do not trans stop transmission. Why did you keep that secret? 
Have a nice day. I won't have a nice day until I know the answer. Why did you keep it a secret that your vaccine did not stop transmission? Is it time to apologize to the world, sir, to give refunds back to the countries that poured all their money into your vaccine that doesn't work, your ineffective vaccine? Yeah, you have a little bit around Are you not ashamed of what you've done in the last couple of years? Do you have any apologies to the public, sir? Are you proud of it? You've made millions on the backs of people's tire livelihoods. Billions with a B. How does that feel to walk the streets as a millionaire on the backs of the regular person at home in Australia, in England, in Canada? What do you think about on your yacht, sir? What do you think about on your private jet? Are you worried about product liability? Are you worried about myocarditis? What about the sudden deaths? What do you have to say about young men dropping dead of heart attacks every day? Pray for Damar. Why won't you answer these basic questions? Because he's a gutless puke, a liar, a schemer, a criminal who belongs in jail. They knew it didn't work. They lied. They knew we were the experiment. The public, the general public were the experiment. And they gave it a shot, did their best. And they knew they had big tech and big media in their pocket. They knew. You know what's amazing? Look at the latest Twitter files. They banned, they demanded people be banned if they asked if there were a cheaper generic vaccine, if there were a way to get the vaccine cheaper and not, you know, with, a, with, with, with the power of Pfizer. And they got those people banned. Just, I mean, there's no, no other reason to do that other than to make money, to get richer. And of course, the Biden regime, big tech, Twitter, Facebook, uh, you know, big media, were all on board in making sure this liar got even richer. God bless Rebel News, Avi Yamini and uh, Ezra Levant from Rebel News for tracking this snake down and at least asking the questions. They didn't get the answers. But they asked, there's another video, we don't have to do it because there's not much to it, but this Japanese journalist chased Klaus Schwab, that evil you know, Bond villain, down the street. And of course, the security was pushing her. It was a little Japanese woman pushing her away and opening the door for Klaus as he gets in. The, the guy who wrote a book called The Great Reset, that, that evil, I mean, how can anybody think that, that, that Klaus Schwab is a good influence on the world today. It's amazing. Well, it's the dead of winter, but that doesn't slow down shade concrete. They've got a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great values with designs that will fit your home. A new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you a much better curb appeal. You'll be the talk of the town, the envy of the neighborhood. Shea will take care of all this. They remove the old stairs. You don't want to have to do that yourself. When they're done, you'll have a great looking new entrance that will add value to your home. Is not an expense. This is an investment in your home. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you get a brand new front entrance. Go to SheaConcrete.com to learn more. Also, you can go there and look for a job. Right now, Shea is hiring. They've got between 15 to 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. Oh, before we move on, we got we got another, we got more journalism. It's, it's, it's a problem if you're a, 
if you're in the Biden family or, you know, one of these masters of the universe, one of these Klaus Schwab's, Albert Bula types, people are actually starting to do a little journalism. Some of it, you know, by accident, but check out this report from CNN. I believe that's what this is. I could tell by the, by those three letters on the screen, CNN, <laughs> that would be the world headquarters for fake news. That would be, you know, Brian Stetler's former, this is, you know, this is the home for, uh, you know, for Don Lemon in the morning and, uh, and Anderson Cooper. And this is where Chris Cuomo used to do a show protecting his scumbag brother. But anyway, uh, as we know, we, we mentioned this the other day, the biggest lie, Joe Biden, God knows, he's told the list of lies is endless, but perhaps the most brazen is when he says, it's a tough call. When he says he got arrested trying to see Nelson Mandela, that's a good one. You know, when he said he finished in the top of his class, drove an 18-wheeler, was a football star, beat up corn pop, a lot of lies. But to me, the most brazen one was always he had no discussions with his son about his overseas business dealings. That's impossible. There are pictures, video of him with his son's business partners. It was just a dumb, obvious lie. CNN, and I believe he told it probably two and a half years ago during the campaign. CNN, better late than never, is finally figuring it out that Joe is lying about that and he is deeply involved with Hunter's business partners. That's how he's got a mansion on the ocean, another one on a lake. That's why he's fabulously wealthy after a working government for 50 years. But go ahead, play this report from CNN and trust me, this ain't Fox. You know, this isn't Newsmax. This is CNN. Listen. Despite his denials, a CNN review of the laptop data, as well as other public material, shows that Joe Biden did interact with some of his son's associates while serving as vice president, though it's unclear exactly what was discussed. One example, the Republican site, Miguel Aleman Magnani, a Mexican businessman and son of the former president who Hunter was trying to woo. In 2014, Aleman Magnani and his dad were photographed at the White House with then-Vice President Biden. In a later email, Hunter Biden reminds Alemani Magnani of the favors he's done for him. We have been talking about business deals and partnerships for seven years. I have brought every single person you have ever asked me to bring to the effing White House and the vice president's house and the inauguration. Hunter Biden bluntly acknowledged the power of the Biden name in a memoir, writing that the Ukrainian energy company Burisma, which put him on its board, considered my last name gold. I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life that uh, that if my last name wasn't Biden. That is amazing. Right there is the case. That's 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 an indictment for influence peddling right there. Yes, I got you in the White House to meet my father. Now pay me. That's the whole. That is why the White House. That is why cringe John Pierre is uh, coming undone these days, because it ain't about classified documents. It's about his son's overseas business dealings, of which dad got at least 10 percent. Um, you wonder why a uh, classified document pertaining to Ukraine went missing. Maybe it's key to the uh, investigation into Hunter and Joe and Jim Biden and how they were uh, making a fortune in Ukraine and uh, kicking it back to the big guy. I think it's pretty clear. And uh, hopefully, the re thankfully, the Republicans took the house and they can investigate 
but it's, I think it's pretty simple. You know, they paid Hunter, he kicked it to the big guy and the big guy did what he could to help out the corrupt energy company Burisma in Ukraine and did what he could to help out the Chinese Communist Party who were who was funneling money to him in many different ways, including the Penn Biden Center. But we'll get to that. That's just starting to unfold. And cringe Jean-Pierre is just starting to lose it. It's, it's great to see, but uh, we have to leave it there for today. We didn't get to... to the dummy Geraldo again. Maybe we'll do that tomorrow. Today, big announcement from Donald Trump. He's teasing a big announcement. I think it might be his return to Twitter and he's trying to get back on Facebook too. You got to do it. He's running for president. That should be good. Obviously, I've said many times, I'm not a big fan of Trump's tweets. They're generally juvenile and stupid with lots of grammatical errors, but they're good for a laugh. So we will welcome him back on Twitter and Facebook and anywhere else. Um, and that's going to happen today. Prosecutors in Santa Fe are going to announce whether Alec Baldwin is facing murder charges. Uh, big, big day in the news. And uh, you want to play Geraldo or wait? No, oh, we'll wait. We'll wait. He's just so dumb. He's just so dumb. I want to ask you, ask, I want to thank everyone for listening and ask you to subscribe. It helps. Hit the subscribe button. If you're listening, you don't have to listen every day. You don't have to listen every minute, but subscribe to the show. And also subscribe to the Newsmax app. It's free. You can have Newsmax in your hand anywhere you go. Catch up on the news. See me. Listen to us. But don't forget to subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. We will leave it there. Thanks to everyone for uh, for listening and subscribing. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify.